Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Hello, it is a happy Fearless Formula Friday on Cherokee Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs of the business world and offer words of wisdom for business success. I'm your host, Sharon Klein, and our guest in the studio today is a master plumber with over 15 years experience, which I love. He's from Kansas City originally, but here in Woodstock now. Um, he is owner of Red Tail Plumbing. Please welcome to the show. Justin Allen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? It's great to be here today. <laughs> I absolutely love this. So. Yay, I'm so happy. It's always <laughs> nice to have a happy guest here on the show. All right, so you're from Kansas City, but is that, please forgive me because I'm not a sports fan sure. like I pretend to be, Red Tail Plumbing, where does the name come from? Red Tail, okay. Does so to do with Kansas City? No. Oh, now, hooray. Oh, the only thing is the colors. So oh. I'm a big Chiefs fan, and red and white are part of the Chiefs colors. So gotcha. I did decide to go with that besides the fact of a red tail hawk. Oh. Um, so why did I choose red tail? Yes. As, so I wanted um, to be kind of a classy style uh, logo plumber, so not like, you know, um, you know these uh, gimmicky names. So like I wanted a, to be classy. and Yeah. yeah. And so um, – <laughs> So being in Atlanta, there's a lot of red tail hawks. The Atlanta Hawks is a red tail. And then there's the uh, the old Southern like uh, air fighter group was called the Red Tails. So what? you really thought this out. I did. I wanted to be part of the community, but kind of like camouflage myself in it and just. Oh, like, that is so smart. Yeah. It's funny because I, if you were thinking about a plumber, it's always like, like I was saying, a wrench or something. I don't know. Sure. I, I don't know. It's nice to have something that's sort of like completely different. Yeah, yeah. But like I get the feeling of being kind of classy yeah. and having a little homage to your hometown. Sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and as you see, like my logo does have a hawk carrying a pipe wrench. <gasps> this close. So the so, symbol. Oh, got yeah. you. A little bit in there. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> what did you do before you were a plumber? Um, okay, so I went to to college for about a year. I failed out, oh. and <laughs> I, <laughs> I decided, love how honest you are. <laughs> I decided, all right, I got to get a real job. My my dad was a plumber back in the day, so I saw a truck that said now hiring. So I decided to become an apprentice in Kansas City before I moved here, and then uh, I got to Atlanta when I was twenty four. And couldn't find a job immediately as an apprentice. Um, so I worked in a, a bar for about seven years Wow! before I got back <laughs> onto plumbing and uh, got my journeyman license and started doing it that way and became a master later. So, All right. So will you explain to me what a master plumber is as opposed to like a regular Sure. Plumber. So you've got – yeah, yeah. So definitely you go from a, an apprentice and then after uh, – here in Georgia, it's three years. And then after that, you can test to be a journeyman. A journeyman means I can come into your house legally by Georgia and do plumbing. Um, and then two years of a journeyman, you test to be a master. And a master means um, you can own your own business. Uh, basically, a master plumber means you can take money. So as a journeyman, I have to have a master above me saying I can take money as a business. Got you. So, Got And you. as an unrestricted master, that means that uh, basically the, the gist is you cannot outrank me as a plumber. Um, although you might, there's a lot of people who know more, oh. but, um, but as the plumbing goes, that's the highest level here in Georgia is unrestricted, unrestricted master plumber. Well, there are a lot of terms I've not heard before. Yeah, right? <laughs> it gets pretty boring, but no. like, I'm legit is basically what that means. <laughs> are you a restricted plumber? Yeah, right? Still? <laughs> there can know. be, yes. Really? Restricted, like you can't do hospitals and things like that. You can't do big oh, time. Oh, I didn't think of that. So that There's a whole, I mean, there's a lot I don't know, so that's why you're sure. here. I'm going to kind of understand <laughs> a little bit more about this industry and kind of what it's like for you to be in it. Um, all right, so... 
so here you were being a um, you were a bar- bartender. Was it a bar bartender? Did Sur- you yeah, serving and oh, bartending. Ser- yep. Serving and bartending. So how did you like that? What was it about it where you were like, "That's it, I'm out." Oh man, oh, to get out of it and get mm-hmm. back into plumbing. Oh wow. So you're this is you're into my story. Okay, Uh-oh. so <laughs> <laughs> so um. I started going down that path of like, yeah, bartending, and it becomes a little family of a restaurant there. Yeah. And then I got, I just got too into it. Um, I let some some things get a, a little overwhelming me, and then um, so I I decided, all right, I got to clean myself up. I got to get out of this. And so I put my foot down. And I'm like, look, I'm getting back into a, a trade that I wanted to do, and I I really went for it. And uh, yeah, and then I worked for a company here locally. Uh, started doing excavation plumbing, which is all outside, and then uh, just worked my way up to another bigger company and then did my own thing. But, yeah, I love the restaurant world. I think it's fun. It's great money, and it's hard to get out of um, just because the money's good and the family feeling is so there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I had to go. It was kind of ruining my life, and I decided, like, look, I got to get out of this. I got to find a wife and <laughs> start <laughs> find some kids. A and wife stuff like that's that. not yeah. at, the, at the restaurant. That's right. Well, you know, it's kind of a cool – um, take on what you're saying is that you, it, and I think it's everybody's journey where sometimes you're on a path that you think feels right to yourself and then mm. it really just doesn't. And you know, some people don't get out, Yeah, you know, so I really admire that you had sort of the, the tenacity for, with yourself. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to take, do what it takes. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So did you tell your dad, guess what I'm doing? Oh, so, okay. Um, so my dad passed when I was 15. Oh no, this is a, a terrible question. <laughs> it's all right. Oh my God. It's part I'm of so the deal. Sorry. Oh my God. No, it's good. No, it's good. <laughs> so that's really why fun. he couldn't train me, but it was oh. in my story. I was like, okay, I guess I'll start with plumbing. My yeah. dad did it. Why not? Yeah. I'll try it. So. All right. So was it a huge change for your life? Did you feel like it was a huge change um, and sort of had to be more disciplined and, and sort of always be eye on the ball straight ahead? You mean when I went from the restaurant? Yes. To the, yes, I did. Yes, it took – like I started at the bottom of this plumbing company, um, and so I would work – do an excavation. You sometimes get on stuck on something. I'd be out there for 26 straight hours on like a digging job. At that point, you're like, I am done. Like, But that was the bottom of the totem pole, and I worked up to lead excavation and, and stuff like that. But um, the hardest like personality switch, I guess, would be um, – I was still at the restaurant. I could still be a kid, you know, like, <laughs> hey, stay up all night and you, whatever, sleep in. This meant, you know, day to day, get up, do your job, no more, you know, having fun. And not, I mean, you could still have fun, but within parameters. Right. So it was a big switch, especially because I waited so long to stop being a kid, I would say, for all my own life. Well, I understand that. So my son is going to school now. He's going to chat tech because he wants to own his own, um, like, mechanic. Sure. Company business at some point. And so, but this past year he's, he's like slept a lot. It's after high school in between college, like he took a year off and it's interesting to see him kind of go through a change of having to have that discipline. Whereas before it was just kind of fun, you know, he got, he was just working a little bit and was with a girlfriend and all that. And anyway, (laughs) it's just kind of, but it's interesting to see what that discipline has done for him though. Like I see a change in him and I imagine you must've felt it for yourself. Yeah. You know, totally. Yeah. 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 There was a big change and like, I mean, look, I, um, I, I credit, so we're going to step into this door of my life. Um, Let's do it. So I credit a lot of this to God, all right? So I'm a follower of Jesus. Um, so I really went and uh, I opened that door um, of like, look, I'm getting back into this and I'm going to give credit to God and I'm just going to go for it. And um, and it really, I mean, I'll tell you what, for, for me, it paid off because I got back into my church ho- hardcore and my wife came shortly after. Oh, my and then goodness. Kids. I so love like, that story. It was a, it's really a glorious story for my life that I like, all right, dude, I'm taking the turn and I'm doing this. And uh, I just got rewarded. Then more money came just, you know, from, 
I guess kind of just serving and whatnot. But then my life has been such a whirlwind since then of like great, just it's been good. It's been it, that move from restaurant, although there was a lot of people that I made good friends with. I'm not saying anything like that, mm-hmm. but but that that turn into this uh you know, this plumbing career, it's been nothing but greatness. Step, 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 step. So It's interesting. I think that um, the effect of living a life that doesn't feel authentic to you, sure. what that does to all areas of your life sure. and how hard it is to kind of put yourself in an alignment with what you think you want your life yeah. to, to look like. Sure. It's, a, it's huge and difficult and yeah. can be very daunting. And I imagine too, if you had friends that are like, Hey, when are you coming back or when are you coming yeah. by or all that, but, oh my. but it's such a testament to your um, being willing to um, commit and kind of see where, yeah. where it takes you because sure. you know, you were doing something for yourself, right? Yeah. Like that you really wanted to do yes. for your life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, I, I totally agree. And like, yeah, when you throw that, whatever it is out there, mm-hmm. then you just start going for it. Um, yeah, it is. It's, I don't know. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. I mean, it's kind of fun actually to talk to someone who's kind of decided that their life really needs to go through something different because there are people listening right now who sure. potentially aren't happy with the way that yeah. their lives are. So I love that you can kind of give them sort of like a happy, a happy story of what sure. it's like. And it's not all happy, I'm sure, yeah. but still it um, shows that you've got, uh, Almost like a, an, a support, but it's an unseen support. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just oh, a totally support out there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so nice. And um, your life kind of unfolds as it yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going for it on my own. Yeah, that's right. Like it was support. No, I totally agree. Yep. That's exactly what happened. All right. So you're working with this other company. Yep. You become a journeyman. Yep. That's right. I got it. Yeah, good and job. then, <laughs> and then, then after that, you're a master. That's right. Plumber. Okay, and then you started your business. Yeah. So, um, to so I worked at when I, you know I was telling you I was working long hours as an excavation lead or whatnot. Then I got my journeyman, and I was like, just the progression of plumbing here in Atlanta is sometimes you move off to a company that pays more and like gives you more for your knowledge. So I did that, and then within that company, I was there seven years until I, I you know, decided to take my master license test. Did that, and then I sat with that master license for two years, just trying to figure out what's the best way to do this, and then. You know, I have three kids, so like COVID happened, right? Oh so, wow! So COVID, you know the the you know the president, the government's you know throwing money at me with all my kids to say, hey, go spend this money. So mm-hmm. we're like, all right, <laughs> let's spend it, let's do it on a company. So a happy thing about COVID, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> a positive. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they did that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided, you know, to put our our money into like starting a company. And that's how we did it. Um, and it's I think a lot of people were kind of spawned out of COVID uh, entrepreneurs. And uh, another, just another great step of like, what a move. And we are so happy we did it. So you didn't really have to go through, here's what my company's like. Now COVID hits and now I have to change everything or potentially lose sure. my company. Yeah. You did it all during. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wow. yeah. So yeah, we did that. And um, well, I just went blank on that. Um, oh, oh, man. That's okay. My so brain I, is blank man, nine just, times yeah, out of right. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a list in front of me of questions in sure. case my brain is like. All right. So what have you found is the most challenging to set up your business? Because imagine someone out there right now who's like, I'd really love to do this, but I don't mm-hmm. know. What are some of the things that you wish you could tell yourself in the beginning that sure. would have been helpful to you that you know? Um, I gotta, let me see if I can come up with that. Three things popped in my head. So one was uh, a really good buddy of mine who's good financially and stuff. He told me, he's like, whatever you do now for you know marketing, advertising, six months from now, you'll see if it worked or not. So oh. he's like, plant it and see. And so that that actually did pay off because I started off with a, a billboard on Bell's Ferry out here in, here in Georgia. And uh, 
No, uh, whatever, wherever we are, Woodstock or something. Yeah. Like that. So um, <laughs> you put a billboard. On? Yeah, I put it. I did. Oh, now it went down after about three months because I was oh. like, because we were like, all right, let's start putting money into that, and uh, and I started networking. Okay. So I built this. This company's been built off of networking alone. So and um, that is amazing. Think yeah, about that. that. Yeah, take it a really has. So I, I mean, the people out there that would listen to that, like, there's networking clubs around, and that is solely what I did. And, I, and there was another guy at a club. And he said, he was like, you know, I've met a lot of people around here, but he's like, you're the only one that's a pure trade and all you do is network to get your business. He's like, I've never seen that before. Some trades will come in and throw their name around, you know, to kind of get sparked up some, uh, some, you know, whatever. Uh, but And they don't customers. stay either. They don't. Right? Yeah, yeah, they that's right. They come and go. Yeah. But he's like, you invested in it and it's paid off and it truly has. Um, that's been the best thing that I ever did was network because I built it on relationship, didn't I? Not yeah. on the fact of, you know, my logo or my. Right. Or you heard my, you're on the radio yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. But you know, that's huge, right? Yeah. Because really, I always talk about this business being a relationship. It's yeah. building relationships sure. and it's kind of everybody wins. You know, yeah. I get my sink to stop. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you get paid. It, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You feel good about totally, yourself. Totally. Right. And I like um, when I go to like somebody's house, like your house or somebody's house, I would. They're. I'm less interested. I mean, I want to fix their plumbing and I want to fix why I'm there. I feel like kind of I'm like gifted as a plumber. And I'd rather just talk to you about what's going on and instead of like, hey, what's, this is the how plumbing works and this is what's happened and this is how much it's going to cost. I'd, I'll do that, but I'll intermix it in more about like, hey, you're a person on this world and you're important like I'm important. So oh, that's I how I like that. to deal with people. Yeah. No, I mean, that's huge because I feel like now you've got someone that will come back to you because they ha- you're not just interested in their money. Sure. Or, or fixing, yeah. like you said, the problem. You really want to know what's their journey like. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like to hear it. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, how how long did it take you before you put your billboard up that you started to get some calls? Was it like immediate? Oh, um, no. I'm kind of wondering if I were to put a billboard of my voiceover work up there. Not, I mean, not that I think that would really sure. work because people are driving. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, what, how long would it take before someone would be like, hey, I saw your billboard? I don't know how many people, I don't think I ever got one person to say, I know people said they saw it, oh, but I don't good. know anybody that said, hey, I'm calling you because I saw your billboard or whatever. It more was uh, the, more the, the word of mouth was more of, yeah, what happened. Um, but that's interesting to note. Because yeah. if someone w- didn't want to spend the money, it doesn't have to be the money like that. Sure. They could come in and yeah. go to a – what are some of the best networking meetings that you've been to? Um, so I started with YPAL, which is the one here in Woodstock. Well, I think me and you met there, didn't That's we? That's right. Okay. Young professionals <laughs> right. of Woodstock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we met there and then um, – so I went to Woodstock Business Club, which would have been my second one. So those were my dedicated ones. Then Woodstock got, started getting bigger, and then I went to Canton as it was smaller, Canton Business Club, and then um, Ball Ground. So those are the ones, and I'm still going to all those. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's a huge commitment. It is. Yeah, that's right. I'm Basically, if you do that, you're saying I'm going to give up making money in these hours three or four times a week to put my you know roots in the ground here, and that's – I mean, I did it and it really works. So, But what's kind of cool is you can go to each of those communities and find people that you know. Yeah, right? that's right. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no town feels like a stranger town. Yeah, that's right. No, I totally. That's right. And people throw your name and I'm like, okay, that's great. You are somebody from Jasper is like, hey, I've heard about you. I'd like to, you to come out and look at my water line. I'm like, I would what? love to. So, yes, I yeah. will. Yeah, right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. That's the best though. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know how many times I've had someone come and do something for me where I really didn't love their work or you're just like happy that they were able to fix it because you really just needed in a pinch or whatever. Sure. But not really feeling like a sense of security or a sense of I would I feel like I'm gonna have them come back. Like I like the feeling of when you have a relationship with someone, you kind sure. of know that they're going to be there for you if you really need them. Like yeah, that's exactly. what they're building their business on. Yes, which exactly. Is, which is huge yeah. though. Not everybody has that mindset, yeah. I guess. I and I thought um you do you remember that show, um, the Andy Griffith show? Yeah. Okay, so I when I was a kid I always watched it like when I'd be homesick because there's always a rerun. But um <laughs> But I remember, like, you know, there's the barber and the mail guy and all these people were so, like, knitted into that small little town. And that's what I – when I came to Woodstock, that was my mindset here. Like, I don't want to blow up and make all the money in the world. I want to be a kind of a fixture here in Woodstock that if I had left one day, they'd be like, what in the world happened to that company? That was such a good dude in this com- this community. Yeah, you want, you'd be missed. Yeah, exactly. That's what I try – yeah, that's right. And that's what I, my goal it is and is still. So, so do you have um- – all right, wait, no, I have my list of questions sure. right here. <laughs> who who are your mentors? Do you have mentors as you're going along? Yes. Um, so the guy, let's see here. Um, the last company I worked for, um, should, is it okay to say names or Why not? not? <laughs> okay, is, cool. it, is it yeah. okay with you? He's a good, yeah, he's a really good okay. dude. And so um, I worked for uh, Jay Cunningham. Uh-huh. Uh, he owns a big plumbing company here in the town. Um, and just the way he ran his company was so um, – I don't know, it was respectful and in a way to, to people and treating employees right and and the customers right. And he always wanted to integrate and be part of the community, whichever way he could help. And so like whenever I decided to leave, he was very um, adhering to me doing that. And he was he gave me tips and pointers and stuff. But I just think back of the way that when I worked for him for seven years, how he did it. Um, so he's definitely a mentor, even though I don't call him um, to do anything. Just the, the thought of what I learned from his company is very, um, very valuable to me. Um, anybody else? I mean, just regular plumbers that I've met. Um, I think a lot of plumbers, they think they know everything you're going to, if you ever met a plumber, a lot of plumbers are, I think they, they know everything about plumbing. And I'm a guy who's like, look, I don't know everything, but I've been doing it for a long time. So I've seen a lot and I know who to call if I don't know what I'm doing. So, um, I feel like I could call many, many plumbers that are very uh, grounded in what they do. So, so you're still a relatively new company. So have you Mm -hmm. had many setbacks or ups and downs or things that are sort of been challenging for you that you think that someone else that might have some words of wisdom for as well. So in other words, like you were talking about how you um, didn't need to, to do a whole lot of marketing for yourself, sure. but like building relationships. So are there some other things that you feel like have been the most helpful to you um, that you would think would be great for someone? So uh, like, sure. What, what would you say? Um, okay. So this is a, one of those hidden gems that I think you should know if, before you open a company because it really helped me, is budgeting. So we budget, and we learned budgeting, me and my wife, probably about, I don't know, uh, five, or no, probably seven, six or seven years ago. But so hardcore budgeting that we knew where everything was going. So when I started the company, every dollar I would spend, I would I would allot it around so I knew how much money we had running it every exact second to know. And I think just by that, taking budgeting into other forms of like, you know, rental things or anything, you, you can put it in a slot. And I think that really helps you and uh, keeps everything concise to, you know, where your company's at, mm-hmm. um, you know, where your receipts are, you know, all these things to keep legit. And uh, I've, I've said it to other younger people when they try to do, I'm like, make sure you understand how to budget because it'll help you in your business in a big way. So that's huge. I don't really do a great job. Ah. Of budgeting. <laughs> a lot of people don't. <laughs> <laughs> do you use a program in particular? Yes, um, I use an, an app called YNAB. You need a budget. It's very basic, but it it links to your bank account, so it lets you divvy it up as you want to. And it's very easy after that. So 
Well, that's kind of amazing. I mean, there are, I know several different ones. I used to have an Excel spreadsheet that if I oh, just cool. made the wrong, one wrong digit, the whole thing would be oh, off. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's really specific. And there are sure. people who have like, seriously, like degrees <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, totally, right? <laughs> I have no idea me. how to Excel. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Justin Allen, owner of Redtail Plumbing here mm. in Woodstock. So, all right, I know this is a relatively new company, right? But where mm-hmm. would you like to see it go? Oh, man. Um, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, <laughs> at a year and a half, I'm like, all right, so I could take on, you know, an employee or two employees, but how how big do I want to do? I want to stay Andy Griffith plumber or do I want to? Well, that's to? so true. <laughs> Let's talk about that because seriously, if you're thinking about expanding like sure. that, you you would lose that one. That's right. However, if the right person came along who had the right energy. That's right. Yeah, come see me. <laughs> Seriously, we'll if you're see. out there. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> no, but you're right. So do you sure. think that if you hired another person that you'd be able to grow and grow and grow? Um, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, not everybody, you know, everybody's got their own personality and their own niches. And there's so many different plumbers I've met that, like, they'd be perfect for, you know, some people like to just go out and work hard and make money. Some people like to be on the creative side and like, all right, I'd like to run this side of the show or this type of thing. And all those would be on board for me. I just, I kind of hold back because I've never wanted the aspect of a lot of money to di- to dictate which way I'm going to go. So I, I'm filtering myself to be like, look, I'm going to make sure I'm making the right decision before I just blow open a floodgate to do something. So. Well, let's let's talk about that side because I imagine if you were to go into someone's house and you see that it's just a very small something to fix. Sure. But you know, how would anyone know how much this is really sure. to fix? Yeah, right. So is that a challenge? Not for everyone, but maybe in the industry, do you see that generally speaking, you have to really be careful about the line that you're crossing yeah. as far as your own ethics or, um, like you said, almost not wanting to serve two different kind of masters. Here, yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. So like, you mean like if I walk in and it's an easy fix and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I gotta be, I have to be really basic and I had to build a guideline in the beginning because I could easily walk into somebody's house and be like, all right, you turn this wrench, do this thing, and then you're gonna be fine. And I used to do that a lot more and then to a point of like, you know, gas and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, I've gotta remember that I am a master plumber. Um, I am a tradesman. I've done it for so many years that I have to charge a minimum. So like, if I'm gonna show up at your house and, a lot of times I don't do a dispatch fee unless you're farther away or whatever. Or if you're on my way home, I'm fine with it. Hey, I'll check it out. I'll just run in there and see what guy give you an estimate or whatever. But um, uh, let's see. What was going with that? We're so, talking about char- like charging oh, yes. people. Yeah. So, yeah, I keep a minimum. And and oftentimes if you're on the phone with me and you're like, hey, this is where I live. This I don't think it's a big deal or whatever. Then I'll be like, hey, look, the, the minimum I'm probably going to charge you for doing something is this price. Do you want – I don't want to waste your time and don't waste mine. So do you want to do that or not? So I give them an uphand or, you know, an easy thing. Excuse do me. Do they usually say yes? Yeah, they do. I yeah. figured so. They, they'll be like, hey, look, I kind of trust what you're saying. And you seem honest over the phone and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, I'll come over and I do it. And like – you do have to watch it though, because that's one thing that I've really tried to hone in on is like as a plumber, they get a bad name of like, why is their value so high of the hourly rates and all this stuff? And I, um, and so I tried to hone in on like, look, I'm going to be reasonable, but I am a plumber and I'm not going to kill the market for all plumbers just because I'm trying to be the nice guy because I'm not a handyman. Um, I am a master plumber who's got insurance and everything in case a disaster would happen. <laughs> that do you, um, do you think that's the biggest misconception of your industry is that it's not worth what you need to charge? Sure, I think so. I hear it so often or like, hey, I can do a YouTuber. My husband wants to <laughs> do it or like, you know, all these different things. And a lot of things are simple. I agree. They are a lot of things you, you could turn a wrench and do this thing. Of course, I know all these things because I've been doing it so long. But um, 
they there is a lot of simp- simplicity to these things. But the thing is, if your house flooded because you because your husband did it, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You're going to go for your stuff. But if it because I did it, you're going to come for me. And so that's why I've got to be. You know, that's yeah. just part of the trade. So here's here's a little story. I had an, a problem with my shower dripping, and I thought that I could fix it. I did YouTube it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so I did go get the part. And then um, was having trouble taking off like the handle of my shower. So I did call someone and had them come. And he was like, so what were you going to do? I said, I was just going to take this off. He's like, well, were you going to shut? Okay, don't laugh. But like, were you going to shut the water? (laughs) Were you going to shut the water off? And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) He said in about five minutes, your whole upstairs would have been flooded. You know, so then. I mean, it's not that I didn't have a respect, but like I got a really huge respect for the fact that I can replace not without too much difficulty, my gar- um, garbage disposal. Like I did that. Oh, awesome! Good right? job. I, yes, thanks. Good job. But that didn't involve like running water so much as just making sure I hooked it up correctly. Sure. But I'm just saying. I I thought, well, if I can do that, you know, then <laughs> me and my wrench oh, no. can go try to fix things. But no, I realized very. And plus, he had a blowtorch and had to do something with oh, that. And I, yeah, it freaked me out. Yeah, right. I'm never doing that. You wouldn't so. have touched that. No, I'd be calling <laughs> Justin with red tail blowing. Right. <laughs> you and your blowtorch can come fix things. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> So, um, I also wanted to ask you, are you, are you sort of on the business side? Do you have like books that you read or podcasts that you listen to that kind of help you along that way? I know a lot of people kind of talk about different podcasts and people that inspire them like that. Sure. Um, I'm not, not, I guess kind of a little bit. So there's a book, I'm in a part of a book club now it's called, and, uh, I guess it's called just the Canton Business Club. I'm sorry. Who's ever out there and can remember the name, but like we just read a book called the Atomic Habit. Which was so good. You know that book? Sharon? I do. Okay, I, cool. I haven't read it. I've heard great oh, things. Oh, it's so good. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, what's something in Atomic Habits that's um, you? So, like, it's just uh, it's one. You basically here's the story I remember. So, the, there was a, a British bicycling group, and they were horrible for years and years. And then uh, they got a new coach, and he decided to like, look, I'm going to let them sleep on pillows they like. I'm going to like. Uh, give them warm shorts to wear all these tiny little things you'd fix for months. And then they end up winning everything. They end up winning the gold, like the gold medals, the uh, whatever Lance Armstrong used to win. What was that oh, yeah. thing called? Um, um, the Tour de France. Yes. yes. Oh, thank God. They won. Good job. I didn't think that was going to come out at all. <laughs> so they ended up being so good, but it was all by tiny little percentages of making changes throughout time. And it paid off to make a huge difference. The habitual things they did in their life. Um, so. so the notion that you're making and you're consistently making yes. small changes, yes. right? Yeah. Oh, I need this discipline. Oh, it's hard. You just start one. <laughs> yeah, but it's one tiny thing a day. Did you do one tiny thing a day? Yes, I started reading more. Oh, well, that's a <laughs> so, huge thing. Yeah. It's so, that's discipline. <laughs> so I started reading more um, and getting into a couple other books. And um, let's see. Um, there's another book. I mean, it's called The Emotional, uh, Emotional Spiritual. Oh, I can't remember what it is, but it's a, a book, uh, a Christian book. So. I, I do dive into those things, so I really. But you weren't really reading consistently before. No, 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 no. And I, I mean, just to I did it just whether I'm reading that book, Atomic mm-hmm. Habit, or something else, just to start learning knowledge of things is what I was trying to do. Well, but look at what it's done. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And that was only uh, a month ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's not like I'm a veteran yet. But you know what I like about when I when I get into a very disciplined mindset, which I'm just now kind of getting back to a disciplined mindset, is that I have at the end of the day a, a true sense of um, like peace about my life sure. in certain certain parts yes. of my life. You know, Agreed. where there are days where I'll go to bed and be like, I didn't do the this, the this, the this that I thought I was going to do. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. But when I kind of put that discipline in my mind of no, like you made a promise to yourself, you need to keep it. 
Yeah. There's just something about that that gives me a, a, a yeah, a sense of peace, I guess, is the sure. best thing I can think. So, oh, totally. so having like a, I didn't even know I did a tiny atomic habit like the last three days. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been working out again. I'm like, really? It actually makes me so happy. You know, I forgot how happy that kind of thing can make me because it bleeds out into other parts of my life. That, sure. So everyone, everyone wins. Everyone yeah, totally. around me no, and myself. That's right. You're happier and every, yeah, that joy is going yeah. around, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. All right. So if people wanted to contact you, what, what would, what's the best way that can get in touch with you? Um, so the phone. Yeah, really? <laughs> right. So like, what, what are you asking? Oh, so like, your, is, what's your web, like if people wanted to find you. Okay. So is there, is your website the best way or? Um, yes. I, I yeah. No, no, right? There's so. so many avenues. I don't know. Um, I think, so one of my biggest contributors to how people get a hold of me is Cherokee Connect. Oh. Which is like, you know, I think it's 80,000 people. Yeah, that's right. Facebook is a that. huge, yeah. Because that's where a lot of these people that I network are, and they'll throw out my name when somebody's like, hey, I got a water leak, or I've got, who do you know? And so they'll throw my name out there. Um, so that's one big avenue. Yeah, my pl- my plumbing uh, webpage, redtailplumbing.com. Uh, or, um, let's see. Yeah, just in that, those avenues lead to my phone number. But uh, I do have my, uh, what is my my logo? Is, is that what's called a tagline or logo? Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, do you know I what have it a is? tagline. No, what, what is, is it? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so what it is is plumbing fail. Call the red tail. So like that was my Didn't hashtag or whatever, and that's what that billboard said. It said plumbing fail. Call the red tail, and then it had a logo and my phone number no and all kidding. that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's a great tagline. I like yeah, it works, it, right? It rhymes. Yeah. Are you on social media too? Like, do you have a uh, what, Instagram that. or I, any of that stuff? I do have the, uh, I have Facebook page, but I am not good at that. No, like I just had someone on the show who that's like what they do. Is oh, it is? Helpful. Yeah. And so how, how important that is for business. And I, I resist it at all costs. I don't know why, uh, but no. I do know that it's, it's huge. Although I, another gentleman I had on the show, I had um, just put a very small ad on Facebook. Yeah. And he's just very successful with oh, that. Hasn't needed it? to. Yeah. Oh, hasn't cool. really needed to invest a whole lot in different sure. kinds of ways. But what That's would you do? You'd be in someone's house like with, you know, a little video yeah, what of do you yourself. Do? Yeah, what would I do? I, just I don't know. I it's so like awkward. how necessary yeah. is that? I don't right? know. So do you drive around town and you're just like worked on that house? Worked on that yeah. place. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what my wife says. She's really? like, I'm so <laughs> We drive by this one place over here on Dupree Road all the time. She's like, Did did you work on that place? <laughs> Like, yeah, I did. Let me explain I, what I did <laughs> down to the different nuts and bolts. It is weird. I think that's a service guy, though, because, you know, being that what have I done plumbing here, just specifically in Atlanta for so many years that, like, th- that's one thing. You learn the city so well. So I know this city really well, like roads and everything. Um, so that's one thing about a service guy is you you learn the direction very well just because you're so, so many places all the time. So, yeah. But that's kind of cool. Like I was saying, each town doesn't feel like a stranger town. No, that's you, right. You feel like you yeah. know these. That's these right. Places. Totally. And you feel like you can call on someone with all of your different business clubs, right? Like yes. if, if you needed someone to paint, you could find a painter oh, totally. in yep. a second. But that's what I kind of like about the networking is that if I were to call you to come to my house, I know that you care um, about whether you fixed my house sure. well. Oh, I totally Because do. we're going to see each other yeah, that's again, right. too. That's right. <laughs> you know? Just not talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Right? Sorry about that mishap. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's kind of what the relationships yeah. are all about is like not just this moment, but like future moments. Sure. And then I can tell people about you, which I have, which is yeah. kind of cool, too. I, I think I have put you on Facebook. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, oh. you're welcome. Glad it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, Justin, if there's any like sort of, I don't know, 
and ending words of wisdom you think you could give to some business owners out there, what would you say? I know it's kind of a broad question. Um, shoot. I know a lot of people talk about like, don't give up things like that, but, and, and that is important, I think, but it's very easy for me yeah. to get overwhelmed with starting anything. Sure. So, and I think if someone were out there wanting to get involved in the same industry you're in, what would you tell them? Hey, um, hmm, I would just, so like, as I run this, I mean, I guess this would lose itself as I got bigger company and stuff like that. But like, I guess it's me who kind of runs a company and it's just known as red tail. So like, I would put yourself out there is to, to run it lead by yourself alone until you need to grab hold of people. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, and just go for it. I mean, that's all you can do. You go for it and you see what happens and then you take the punches. And like, I always think to myself, so, um, um, I was thinking that they asked a business club question and I don't know how it went over and I don't know how to go over here today, Okay, let's <laughs> but do I'm it. good for awkward stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> That's I'm, how I roll. <laughs> I live awkward. So like somebody was like, what are you going to do if something in business fails or it doesn't? And I'm like, well, if it, fa- if it truly fails, the worst thing that could possibly ever happen to me is I die. Right. So here's my parting words and good. This kind of throws into myself in with God too. Right. But like, because I'm a follower of God, and if I die, I, that means that I know my destination, and I am okay with it. I know that I my my destination is heaven, and I am okay with the worst thing that could ever happen. So, parting words is the worst thing probably not going to happen to you. So go for it, guys. I would tell you just go for it, and you're, I think you're going to win. So I love it. I always come down to oh no, I'm going to die. Like that is the number one. Right? It is right. Yeah, that's it's what like people can't beat death, right? But the one who did, sorry. Right. Yeah, I know you might not right, go with that no, bad. No, no, that's, right. that's what I go with. You know what I mean? So Yeah, but the one who can't be, but yeah. you really don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you really don't. That's right. No, that's right. right. And that, yeah, that's right. Because he beat death. Yeah. Right. So. I, I didn't right. put that together till just so, now. Yeah. Well, that's a really great great yeah. way to look at it. And sure. I appreciate you sharing. Sure. That's something I'll be thinking about later as well. Sure. You might, my tendency is to not want to do things because I'm like, no, 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 I could fail. But you know, yeah. it's, it's like, um, there is an element of faith to all of it. Sure. No, that's right. Yeah, whichever way you go, that's right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Hooray. On, on yeah. that, quickly, quickly end the show. Faith. Yeah, you got I'm it. Gonna... You win. <laughs> yeah, that's all I care about. So, Justin, thank you so much for coming welcome. on the show. I'm so grateful that you spent sure. the afternoon over here and got, kind of gave us, um, I don't know, some fun things to think about. Sure. Oh, I've had day. a total pleasure. Thank you so what? much for having me, Sharon. This is a, I love this. This is a blast to me. Well, you so. have to come back. We'll talk oh, more cool. deep, more oh. about deep things. Oh, definitely. <laughs> And thank you all for listening to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X. And this is Sharon Klein again reminding you with knowledge and understanding, you can have your own Fearless Formula. Have a great day.